What's going on, guys? Clocks in the stove. Yes, I am doing this podcast from my bed. I know. I'm sorry. I'm a little under the weather, as well as the current situation of my house was unavailable to have a desk. I'm tired. My bed's here. Fuck it. This is a podcast for guys that listen to sports and watch sports. We watch sports in our bed. It yeah. happens. Uh, our episode 113, with me, my usual host, Mr. Zachary Watts in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah. Um, let's dive on into this thing, Zach. Starting off with the NFL, Von Miller has arrest warrants. His um, wait, so wait, can you explain this? Because I'm what I saw was Von Miller's baby mama said that he like he like hit her or something. Yes. So based on recent reports, um, the arrest the initial arrest warrant came out, and pretty much they were saying that. Von Miller has a warrant out for his arrest because he domestically abused his wife, a girlfriend of like yeah, it's seven like, it's years. Like his girlfriend they have a kid with, but they're not wife. Yeah, they've been together. They've been together for like seven years though. And then he immediately turns himself in. And then reports come out later that it's like, oh, there, there was no assault. So the reason why I hate stuff like this is because I immediately went to just the comments to see the general reaction of the reports coming out that there was no domestic uh, abuse despite a police report being issued, is people were just immediately saying like, oh, the check cleared. Like, or, or he didn't do that shit and she's just crazy. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously more information will come out, but at this time, the way I'm feeling about it is I don't think he did anything wrong. Because he turned himself in right away. And then she immediately retracted the statement of him domestically abusing her. Which, by the way, you don't just report domestic abuse eight years into a relationship. Like, it doesn't just. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. You think, you think he, if you, you waited eight, eight years, done it, he'd have done it already. Yeah. Yeah. Eight years in, he's just like, now's the day. Yeah. Now, the other thing I hate day. about this, bro, is, is like, I hate, like, oh, I hate when, like, women try to think that, you know, guys have it easier. It's like, women can just, call and say that uh, their guy beat them and they'll come and arrest him without even with no proof nothing and i know that for a fact because i have a family friend who i think two or three years ago a girl that he dated like eight years before like they never talked nothing calls the cops and say that he beat her they pulled him to his house and arrested him he hasn't even seen this girl in like five years like that's the kind of shit that that like happens so i think what happens is he might have done something that wasn't good. Like right. maybe he said some bad things or he did something that was not acceptable in a relationship, but I don't think he hit her, but she was like, fuck him. I'm coming for his throat. He was like, all right, I'm just going to go tell the truth. He admitted to doing what wasn't good, but it probably wasn't illegal, you know? And then, and now it's like, all right, you know what? This, this girl looks stupid. Yeah. Regardless. I think the biggest issue I have with this whole thing is like, Sure, he may not be prosecuted or may not face any time, but his, I guess, societal view. His image has, and brand. Yeah, his image and brand has been severely diminished over sure. a false allegation. He's, he might have lost sponsors when that first came out, low-key. I mean, it happened today or today or yesterday, one or the other. But still, regardless, like, people are so quick to just turn on people. Yeah, it's like, it, ridiculous regardless um i thought that was interesting just because it's relevant and recent news the next thing i want to talk about uh just for a quick minute our fantasy football league i'm in the playoffs 
it didn't go the way I wanted. Yeah, not not quite, not quite. But uh, so long as I meet Matt in the championship, he's he's gonna get what's coming to him. He's you, really think, you really think you have a shot at beating Matt? Because he is just steamrolling. I mean, dude, my last two, three weeks, I've beaten I Caleb put up the second most points in the league, and I still beat him by 30 points. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Caleb's you know, probably pissed. He was oh, like, Yeah. Yeah. His team. Uh, no, Caleb's not that pissed. Like, like things that piss you off really bad right now for Caleb are just like, ah, it is what it is because Michigan, Michigan's gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. He's like, he's in a chill state right now. But yeah. Matt is 10 and 1 in my other league. Blake Hawk's 10 and 1. I'm I'm his one. Damn. Let's go. Hold it down. Yeah, I played <laughs> Matt back to back weeks and uh we split the series, so I say we're evenly matched. So yeah. he's he if his team's hot, bro, he's on a tear. But also before we move on from this one last thing, we do have the toilet bowl game between me and Jackson. Yes. We're, Loser will cement themselves as the lowest seed and will have to do a punishment. So that Jackson. game, unless somehow, unless somehow Jackson goes ham and wins two in a row and I lose two in a row, it's probably going to come down to this. He's projected 111. I'm projected 109. It's going to come down to the wire. Oh my God. And it's I'm literally scared. <laughs> yeah. I'm no. Very scared. Like I'm not even lying, it is the Thursday night football of fantasy football. Yeah. Like <laughs> you're gonna tune in because you're like kind of there's nothing else to do and you want to see what's gonna happen, but you could really care less. Yeah, historic. Like, like if someone told you that Thursday night football was gonna be like the Jets and the Bears, you'd probably tune in just to like see what would happen. Like, yeah. Like, like this may be so bad, it may be entertaining. But regardless, enough of our fantasy football talk. Uh. A recent hot mic from the NFL films caught Jabril Peppers telling Saquon Barkley, uh, you're lucky we're ass. Um, I don't I think that's not gonna... no, I did not hear about this. Yeah, I was I saw it on my Twitter feed. It's literally Saquon and Jabril dabbing each other up, and then Jabril literally goes, You lucky we ass. And I'm like, I'm like, your team meeting on Monday, you're you're fucked, buddy. Like <laughs> you you may as well just like Show up to the facility and just jog straight to the field. Like just what happened? What happened to to Jabril Peppers, bro? He was so highly recruited in high school, was disgusting at Michigan, and then I feel like he never really like popped off in the NFL. Am I tripping? So essentially, how I view his career up to this point is he got drafted to a lackluster Giants team as a kind of plug in player where they were just gonna like put him in. But the problem was is. For the college level, he was exceptionally good at everything he did, just based yeah. off the fact that he was an extreme athlete. The he, problem is he played four positions. Yeah. And then the problem is um you get to the NFL and suddenly you're at like you just like you you fit in at every position, but you don't stand out at any yeah, position. Yeah, you're not like you're like a four at everything. You're yeah. not at anything. And so the same problem that happened with Isaiah Simmons early in his year, because when he got drafted out of Clemson to Arizona, they're like, Oh my god, we can play this guy at safety, linebacker, edge rusher. Like we can plug and play him anywhere and he'll be great. And the problem is the Giants organization, similarly to the Arizona Cardinals organization, they did not develop him at a primary position where he could actually excel. What I love is now that he's on the Patriots, he's excelling as a coverage uh, safety that just can come down and make big hits when necessary. Like he's a playmaker. Like that's what he is. Yeah. And the Patriots are allowing him to play play as one. My only issue is, is we're going to do what we've done every year is we're going to let a player be like, I'm not saying he's defensive player of the year caliber, but 
you have a guy who's literally regarded as one of the best at his position. And then rather than re-sign him, you trade away from like three or four asset picks. And then he goes back to sucking because the other teams don't know how to use him as well as we do. Yeah. That, that's just the Bill Belichick mo- like model. So the problem is, is every time we reuse our assets, it's just for more shit. And then we end up picking up the shit from other people's shit and somehow <laughs> making them good. But why can't we make our own shit good? Yeah, because you, you can't do that. It's not Bill Belichick. Yeah. It, oh my God. It's, it is so frustrating. I mean, I get it. I deserve it. 20 plus years of watching Patriot success. I get it. I'm going to have my bad years, but the bad shouldn't be this bad. This is just horrible. horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Like I'm not even going through like five and seven years. It's just straight. Like the game was 10 to seven. An NFL game was 10. to I can't even watch it. I can't even watch it. Cause when I turn it on, it just, it it's painful. Because you have some hope and then you're like, Oh, there's none. There's none. When I turn on games, I'm like, how bad is this going to look? And then I usually turn it off by like the end of the first quarter. I'm like, no, hope. no. I saw hope. a tweet. Um, last thing on this, I saw a tweet that was said, uh, Mac Jones is the closest thing we'll ever see in the NFL of just a regular guy on a team. <laughs> and that pisses me off so bad because literally last year, um, dude was a Pro Bowl court, Pro Bowl quarterback last year. Like, dude literally was good, and then they have literally destroyed his confidence and his, like, ability to just be a quarterback so much that he's just – I don't think I don't think his career will ever recover. There's no – he may be – he may go down as the greatest XFL football player that has ever stepped foot on an XFL field. That's what's going to happen, unfortunately. But it it is what it is. Hopefully we draft, like, Drake May or something, and maybe we can make him look kind of good for two, three years until we ruin him as well. But – I digress. Now y'all are going to get J.J. McCarthy, bro. I'll kill myself. Dude, I'm telling you, I've been reading that on Twitter that y'all are going to go for J.J. McCarthy. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Dude, uh, Donut would never stop talking shit. I would, ne- I, would, I would never, ever support the Patriots. For so long as he is a tenured quarterback there, I don't think I could support it. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, you have something, you have a little rant you want to go on about the Chargers, I see. Yeah, so um, I don't think the Chargers franchise uh, catches nearly as much flack as they need to for how many talented players they have on their team year in and year out, and they've never excelled at anything. Brandon Staley, how he has a job, bewildering to me. Dude, I saw um, Justin Herbert is the only quarterback to throw a perfect game and lose. He threw a perfect QBR, and they lost. Dude, I saw a tweet. It was so funny, dude. It was uh, it was the Shaq and Kobe edit, and then it was like Justin Herbert and the word if. Like, <laughs> that's literally his career. Like, dude, what if Justin Herbert? Like, not. Dude, I like Justin. I think he's really good. I think he, everyone, everyone, everyone likes really fucks him. Yeah, everyone likes Justin Herbert, and the people that don't like Justin Herbert is because of how bad everyone else tries to defend Justin Herbert. Because like we all know, like he's good. But it like most unlucky man. Like I saw, I saw someone, I saw this thing someone else said. They were like, Eli Manning is worse in every single attribute than Justin Herbert. But by simply refusing to play for the San Diego Chargers, he is a better QB. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Like he's just, he's automatically better just because he's not a Chargers QB. Yeah, I know, dude. And it sucks because the Chargers ruined Phillip Rivers and now they're going to ruin Justin Herbert. I couldn't stand for it. I, I think people would like march to be like trade him. Like we need to see it. 
Yeah, dude. I don't know, but and then and then my thing is that's funny too. Is my dad was talking to me about this. He's like, um, the guy gets mad that people are asking him a question about coaching, but your job is to answer question about coaching. Like that is what you're supposed to do. Like they're gonna ask you about your coaching, and you're gonna tell them why you're doing it. You can't be like, I'm coaching. Like, I'm a coach. Yeah, very stupid. But this last thing, holy shit, this made my day. This made no. This might have made my week, honestly. Ryan Shazier gets caught cheating, and his his wife or his wife, yeah, yeah, posts the messages between him and the girl on her Instagram. They are now deleted, but I guarantee you, if you go on the internet, you'll find them. And they are not good. They no. are not good. No. He sends her pornography books on how to do certain sexual deeds. <laughs> And there's a whole lot of flirting. And I think there's a picture of them together in the mirror too, right? Yes, there yeah. is. Yes, there is. Um, by the way, by the way, this woman stuck through with this man through him losing his ability to walk. And the moment this man regained the ability to walk, he was cheating on his wife. He was cheating on his wife. I know, I know we're laughing. I know we're laughing, but it's such a terrible situation. Oh, like, dude, it is so fucked. No, no, he is like, like, Tyler, like the earth. Tyler made a jerk that was joke that was like, you know, it's the first time I'm actually siding with the woman, but like, I, I am. Yeah. Like, he's a piece of shit human being. Even if you don't love her anymore, you are stuck with her forever, brother. <laughs> I'm sorry. You ride that. Like, what? You couldn't walk. And you know how many fucking women would be like, goodbye? Goodbye. You're not a millionaire anymore. You can't walk. Goodbye. And oh. she's stuck with you? Holy shit, dude. Oh, my God. It is funny, though. I saw memes that were like uh, NFL players interviewing him. Like, what's the first thing you're going to do when you can take your first step again? He's like cheat on my wife <laughs> no dude no what oh my god i saw another tweet dude i've been dude my my social media has been flooded with him and fucking jeff giddy i saw another one that was like jeff giddy yeah what's his name <laughs> josh <laughs> uh what was the other the right ryan shazier's ryan shazier's trying to uh pl- play it off like he's joshua dobbs or something like that like in the picture Oh my god. No, what kills me is in the text messages, he literally tells his mistress, he's like, Yeah, you would like you'd get along like with my wife really well. She's like, Yeah, I bet we'd be great friends. Like, why are y'all having this conversation? Like, do y'all not realize y'all going to hell? Like, yeah, but I feel like I feel like they're doing it because they're trying to they're trying to not be bad by being you know, they're like trying to like they're tiptoeing. <laughs> No, there was no tiptoe. The moment the moment he <laughs> pulled up on her, <laughs> the moment he stood up, <laughs> the moment that man stood on business for the first time, it was it was raps. Oh, it was- dude, but her posting that on Instagram is bad. Yeah, um, yeah, no, but he definitely uh deserves doucher of the year. Like fuck him. Yeah. Ooh, clocks on the stove award. I'm adding that in. Yeah. Future of the year. Future of the year nominee, Ryan Shazier. Oof. Oof. Solid. Solid. God damn it. I love that. We're going to have a clocks on the stove awards uh, at the end of the year. I like that. Yeah, we should do that. We're going to have our clocks athlete of the year. Clocks doucher of the year. Clocks meat rider of the year. Yes. Clocks Um, loser of the year. 
the clocks, clocks guy of the year. It's like a guy that's not that good, but we just fuck with him. Okay, yeah, clocks guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just a guy. Uh, uh, but yeah, we... let's, let's um, let's get this moving. That's the last yeah. thing NFL, right? Is there anything else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're good on the NFL. We move on to the NCAA transfer portal is going crazy. Crazy. Mm. Why, why don't Why don't you break it down for us? What are some of the right, Riley Leonard, uh, quarterback for Duke? Also, it's not just Riley Leonard. The whole fucking Duke roster is in the transfer portal right now, but. That tends to happen when your head coach leaves, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he is going to go to Notre Dame. He announced his – listen to this, and this is why they're saying it's like corrupt and it's free agency. Riley Leonard announced at 3 p.m. that he had the transfer portal, and by 3.20, four different journalists already put crystal ball in Notre Dame. I feel like you didn't have to use like that big of a jump to a conclusion to realize he was going to I don't think he's that good. Regardless, 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 he showed signs. No, no, no. He showed he could be good, but I don't think. I think. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. From what he's shown at the college level, would you rather have him or would you rather take a guy that's either A, sat on the bench in college his whole year or a fresh out of high school quarterback? No, no, no. He's definitely, no, he's definitely got good two years for him and they'll develop him better than Duke developed him. Yes. Um, DJU, Clemson kid, went to Oregon State. They're saying Oregon or, or uh, FSU. His head coach, also leaving, took the um, took the uh, Indiana – no, not Indiana. Took uh, – fuck, what job did he take? Michigan State job. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I, I was drawing a blank. What I are couldn't... you thinking about that? What do you think about DJU? Um, look, I'm not very big on players transferring – um, however, I do completely understand that if a coach leaves a big part of why you commit to a program, um, is partially for the school, you know, education is a big part, college tradition, like environment, like all of those things are very important, but you commit as a football player for three big reasons, the school, the coach and the team. And if one of those three pillars is unstable or changing, you also have a right to be like, I also want to leave. Like, I don't know what's going to be like. I don't know if the culture that I want is going to be here now that he's gone. Like if you believe in a coach that much, then I understand you can transfer. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, when you're just like, "Ah, I didn't start, I had a shitty year. I'm going to transfer. I don't like that. I don't don't really, I don't really vibe with that, but teach their own where we have opened Pandora's box uh, in terms of the transfer portal. And there is no way to close it. Like we are going to see the ramifications. You think, uh, what do you think as a Florida State fan? Considering we utilize it the best, I don't care because every year we get. No, 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 no. I'm saying, what do you think about DJ? I'm saying, what do you think about DJU as a Florida State? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, no. Uh, I love the transfer fucking board. That's why we're 12 and 0, bro. (laughs) Oh, oh, exactly. And people get so mad. They're like, ah, come here and start as a freshman or, or just transfer to FSU and go win it. Yeah, it's the game now. You yeah, love the, game the, game. Game. Yeah, the game is the game. Um, speaking of which, I'll touch on that right after this. Look, if DJ wants to come to FSU, I'm all for it. All you got to do is win the quarterback battle. Like, I'm all for competition. I'm not going to say he's going to come in right away and just, like, immediately be the starter. Like, nah, Tate's been here for three years. Like, I feel like he's deserved his chance to be, like, the starting quarterback of Florida State. 
but I'm sure he knows as well as anyone, anyone can come and take your job. That's probably the main thing they teach about. Like, that's probably why they get so many transfer portal guys is because they're like, you can compete for it. They're like, if you're that good, then yeah, you'll win it. So he probably understands that. But I mean, I'd be, I'd welcome him with open arms. He's shown a lot of promise at Oregon state, especially behind a good line. I'd wish I'd like a more mobile quarterback, like a Jordan Travis. Um, but we will never have another Jordan Travis ever. Yeah. So build a statue. I don't care if he never won anything, uh, just for my personal sake. He's my favorite Florida State player of all time. I'm dying on that hill. Yeah, he jumped in that category. I think mine's Telvin Smith. You should have just added him to the most, like, random. <laughs> <laughs> for your next talk, just do random football players and just name, like, the whole Florida State 2013 team. <laughs> Name the Florida State 2013 team. Why don't you? Um, no, nah, I welcome it. Uh, speaking of which, I wanted to bring this up because the game is the game, but the game will not be the game once NCAA football returns to consoles. As they announced, the game may come back in the summertime of 2024. And Grayson, how do you think a NCAA 23 game or 24, I guess, 25. I don't even I don't even know. I don't even know what year it'll be when it drops, but do you think it'll hold up to what we have in NCAA 14, which the stands the test of time? What I want is it to be unbelievable. What I think they're going to do is they're going to copy Madden, and it's going to suck. I'm with you. That's why I'm scared. That's why I'm keeping my, my, my little jailbroken NCAA shit. Oh, 100%. 100%. I will never let that game die. Let's wrap up this transporter real quick. Coastal Carolina quarterback Grayson McCall entered the transporter. Do you know what happened to him last year about that, by the way? I have no idea. He went to enter the transporter last year, couldn't do it because uh, Coastal Carolina was holding on to his papers. They wouldn't let him leave. They like were holding on to his papers or they were uh, not pushing, like letting him finish a class on time. They, they did something that was sketchy, so he couldn't leave, and he had to come back to Coast Carolina. There, they did like he they, they didn't let him leave, but now he's going. Um, they kind of sucked this year, but I mean, he had he's shown potential. I mean, he's been great before. I think maybe if he gets like a better development, he could be really good. Um, and he's named Grayson, so you know his shit hangs. Ah, yes, forgot about that. Yeah, and you want to talk about these last two points real quick? Um, yes, as I scroll back up. Now, look, I feel like I know they would never allow this, but just for me personally, I feel like you're allowed to ban one school. <laughs> if like if a kid's tra- if a kid's transferring out of your school, you can ban like one school he can't go to. Because in the instance of Cam Ward transferring out of Washington State, because I believe he's a grad transfer, he can go to another school for one year. It should be illegal if he goes to Washington. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just like that would be like that would be like imagine, if, imagine if like prime Dalvin Cook was like yeah I'm transferring to Miami for my senior year, like dude no kids that would transfer to TC from Jesuit did not go well did not go well in the football field yeah no not at all not at all and I wouldn't expect it to you know who else was similar remember when Jaden Daniels transferred out of Arizona State and they're like they're like he's ass anyway. I don't think he's ass. I think that kid turned out pretty all right. I'm not gonna he lie. I think he should win the Heisman. I also think he will be an NFL quarterback. I don't know, dude. He's small and he likes to hit middle linebackers. 
he does tend to jump in front of freight trains. Yeah, and that doesn't work in the NFL. You will die. Yeah, but I feel like you. I feel like you get that done once to you in the NFL level, and it's like, all right, I'm never doing that again. Um, but yeah, that's probably uh, enough for the transfer portal. Yeah. I don't coaches. We got JMU's coach led them to eleven and one. He's going to Indiana. Penn State's hiring Kansas offense coordinator to be their head coach. They're expected to. It's not confirmed, but get rid of James Franklin. I believe so. Damn. I, so what else happened? Tim Elko went from Duke to Texas A and M. Texas A M also got or no Arkansas got uh by Petrino. We have Zach made a great TikTok on how weird that situation is. Um, Oregon State coach went to Michigan State. I feel like there's a big one we're missing. Half of the Florida's defensive staff got fired. Rightfully so. Um, I feel like we're not missing a big one. Maybe. I can't remember off the top of my head, to be honest. Um, Moving on, though, as we wrap up our college – well, I meant to say NCAA football, but, yep, college football playoff will be the next format we discuss – uh, as we know, there is a lot of implications going into conference championship week. Uh, the winner of FS or not the winner of, but uh, if FSU wins, they should be in because they'd be an undefeated Power Five team. And Paul Finnebaum or Finebaum, however you want to pronounce his name, he's been wrong about the Florida State Seminoles. Oh, I tip that deep throats Alabama, dude. He just deep throats Alabama. And then you have Kirk Herbstreit on the other side who deep throats Ohio State and is like trying whatever he can to argue their way back in, but he need, he needs to just accept the fact that they're done. Like we're in, bro. If we win, we're ACC champs. Thirteen 13-0, Like if we win, we're in. Yeah, like the and the people's argument too, which annoys me like to high heavens, is when people are like, "Uh, FSU shouldn't get in because it shouldn't be the foremost deserving. Uh, it's the four best teams. Like they're gonna put in the four best teams. When is?" the two best teams always made the national championship. That's never been the case. That's never been the case. That and sign, then, that sign, that sign meme was the best thing. That was like Germany wins world war two because of quality loss. Like that's yeah. like literally what, what, what's going on right now. Yeah. Like the whole reason we expanded to a 14 playoff was to avoid another UCF situation. Yeah. That's literally what we avoided. And, and the people that are bringing up like, so we can avoid blowouts like TCU and Georgia. Uh, TCU had to beat Michigan. Yeah. To get there. So how bad would Michigan have and gotten also, back around? Georgia should have lost that Ohio State game. Yes. 100. Yeah. That just shows like that literally goes to show you how insane college football is. Like now TCU, we're getting 12. And now we're getting 12. Yeah. Because TCU beat Michigan. Michigan beat Ohio State. Ohio State almost beat Georgia, but Georgia blows out TCU. Make yeah. it make sense. Make it make sense, please. Oh, yeah. It's the transitive property. So, regardless... Carry the two. Yeah. Uh, pretty much what I'm saying is, Florida State isn't built on one player, no matter how much of an impact Jordan Travis had. It's more than one guy, and it would be a slap in the face to the other men on that roster that just put together a perfect Power 5 season only to not make the playoffs because they thought one player made a drastic impact on a championship caliber team. But that's just me. Yeah, but you can't not put him in because of, of, yeah, like, a player got hurt. Yeah, like what? Anywho, uh, moving on from that, now that we got that out of the way, which one-loss team 
has the best chance to make the playoffs. Right now, we are looking at um, Oregon. I think it's Oregon. But there is a way for Texas to get in there. Um, Bama would have to be Georgia. FSU would have to lose. Dude, I'm playing Jackson and DK's going off. Fuck me. And Tony Pollard's not doing shit. Well, and I have my two best receivers out this week, bro. Oh, yeah. You're speaking my language. Oh, damn, this is scary. Okay, so. All right, so what? We got Alabama is a one-loss team. Alabama, Oregon, Texas. Lost team. It was about to be Louisville, but they fucking shit the bed hard. Oh, choked. Ohio State. See, that's another thing. That's another thing that pisses me off because if Louisville would have just beaten Kentucky, it would have for a playoff spot. Yeah, and not only that, then if then if we go out and beat Louisville, then everyone would shut up. They'd be like, yeah, "Oh, they- yeah, exactly." The only reason people are talking is because they lost to Kentucky. Literally, they would have beaten Kentucky. They'd be like a fucking six or seven right now. Yeah, and they would. They'd be fine for a playoff. I mean, they realistically wouldn't be fighting for a playoff spot because no, they- yes, they would. Okay. Fighting, they're one hundred percent going to put two SEC schools before they ever put Louisville. If Louisville won the conference and beat Florida State's ass. It's very likely they put them in if Georgia beats Alabama. Yes, because if Texas if Texas wins out, they're in. Yeah, that's fine. They that'd be Georgia, and, Texas, Michigan, and Alabama, and uh, in Louisville. Absolutely not. Oregon or Washington State would be in that four spot. Shit, I'm telling you. Let's get into these games, bro. We're already basically <laughs> Let's get into them for first game. Uh, so <laughs> we have our conference championship games, obviously, this weekend. There's huge implications, as I already reiterated. Um, FSU-Louisville, big game. FSU without the starting quarterback, but Louisville coming off a very bad loss to a mid-Kentucky team. At home. At home, especially. So big yikes. Uh, Alabama-Georgia, Alabama's coming off an insane uh, – like it could only happen in the Iron Bowl type situation. Like that's what occurred. Um, yeah, but still, if they beat Georgia, are they in? Or are they not? You watch it happen at AMSO? Yes, bro, we I going- did it, bro. My back was turned. My back was turned. And I just hear, <sighs> and I looked back. I was like, "Oh my god, what did I just miss?" And I wanted Auburn to win so bad. It was insane. When I saw live, I was like, I was like, I'm watching one of the best years of sports my entire life. I was like, this is, I was like, this is like history in the making. Anyway, um, Michigan, Iowa is a joke. Yeah. Let's get that out of the way. That's a joke. It's all meme. I, I've been seeing hella memes though that are like, it's like, it's like uh Michigan is like a bad guy, and it's like no offense can stop us. And then it's like a bigger bad guy, and it's like, we have no offense. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the ones I've been seeing, it's like, like the biggest joke to me is like the line is set at like thirty four, and Michigan's line is set at minus twenty two and a half. No way. Yeah. So it's like literally an eight point difference between the total over under and Michigan just covering the spread. So it's like pretty much if you think the game is going to hit the over, it's solely because Michigan is going to score all the points. Dude, um, uh, the best one ever is. Iowa offense son or USC daughter. Yeah, USC defense daughter. Yeah. USC defense daughter. Oh, my God. I think I'm taking – Iowa son, dude. What? 
dude, Iowa son just has no potential in life. Like he's the kid that's going to just yeah, like, but USC daughter, anyone that plays against him scoring. Yeah. You're never going to live that down. As a father. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at least with her, you can just kind of like kick her out at 18 with the son. It's fuck. like, this kid's never leaving our basement. <laughs> this kid's living with us forever. <laughs> yeah, We're done. Uh, FSU's played Louisville, FSU 13 and 0. Louisville is 10 and 2. No, FSU is 12 and 0. Excuse me, that was dumb. Yeah, Louisville 10 and 2. Louisville, like you said, was looking good, had that mid loss against Kentucky. Uh, FSU not really barely beating UF, but like you know, having a close game, uh, with backup quarterback Tate. Rowe. We're the only, by the way, we're the only team that covered the spread and uh, and rivalry week. So, was it really that bad of a win if we covered the spread? Yeah. I don't think so. Um, Tate Roadmaker. Zach, what do you think about this game? This game, I, I'm going to tell you what, this game scares the shit out of me because I see it going two ways. I see FSU going in there and winning a pretty good, like, 8-10 to 10 point win, controlling the game, winning it. Or I see our offense not scoring at all and Louisville shoving it down our throats because their defense is very good. Here's how I see this game going. Or here's what I would like to see play out. And both roads, I am completely content with. I'm willing to accept them, but I would obviously prefer one of the, over the other. I'm going to start with the bad news first, and this is if everything goes wrong for us. If Tate shows no growth from the Florida game, shows very lack thereof of pocket awareness. Sorry, I said that backwards. Pocket awareness or lack thereof. That's what I meant to say. Um, if he cannot consistently get the offense going, if our play calling is abysmal or very one dimensional, we may as well lose because I don't want to see us barely scrape by that game and then justify all the people saying like, oh, they didn't deserve to be in the playoff because the top four teams right now, we have to show that we're our, we have a championship caliber defense. I just don't know if we have a championship caliber offense right now, if that makes sense. And that's what I would like to see. So as long as he can make strides i'm talking about tate specifically as long as he can make strides in the right direction manage a game better and put his team in position to win the game then i'll be very confident moving forward into the playoffs because i'll know we can manage our way into a championship because that's football you can manage your way into a championship the problem is is no matter how bad we look i'm gonna have hope <laughs> oh 100 we're 12 and 0 baby I will be the most delusional man on the planet. I do not care. I do not care. I do not care. If if FSU was favored minus three points against Georgia and everyone in the world knew that Georgia was going to cover that spread, I would probably still bet on Florida State. I'd be willing to accept that loss. All right, so look. Oh, damn. The Oregon game is tomorrow. Damn. Friday Night Lights. Yeah. All right. Uh, we went over the last game first. FSU comes in at a minus one and a half. Um, and it was at two and a half. Our over under is 47 and a half. This game's in Virginia, I think, right? It's a Bank of America stadium, Carolina. Whatever. We still haven't covered uh, the last two conference championship games. And that is Texas, Oklahoma State. Texas should blow them out. I know. I know. But got to give it your pick. What do you think? I'm taking FSU. What the fuck? Yeah, FSU too. That's not even, it's not even a question. All right, uh, let's go in order. Tomorrow night, Um, first of all, shout out Conference USA Championship, New Mexico State versus Liberty. Liberty 24, 12-0. No one talked about them. Everyone's always talking about JMU. Yeah, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to. No, I don't want to talk about the game. I'm shouting it out. It's a shout out, Zach. Shut the fuck up. 
All right, this is insane to me. Number five, Oregon. Number three, Washington. Oregon 11-1, Washington 12-0. This is tomorrow night on ABC Friday, 8 o'clock. Um, Oregon's only loss is to Washington, okay? But the odds are minus 10 Oregon. What yep. do you think about this game? Um, I can't disagree with the odds because ever since that game, I've watched an Oregon team absolutely go ballistic on offense every single game. And they are really talented on defense with Dan Lanning at the helm. So they've been able to get things done. And Washington is somehow bragging that they've won their last 10 games by 10 points or less. I I don't understand how playing in co- close games is supposed to be a bragging point. Um, So they have not wildly impressed anyone they've been playing down to the level of competition but they do have the blueprint of how to beat Oregon I hate saying that it it was a winnable game or that other team should have won because I think that's stupid because if you should have won then you would have won so they didn't so Washington has the capabilities of beating Oregon but is the Oregon team we're going to see the same as the Oregon team we saw when they lost I don't think so I also don't think we're going to get the same Washington team that we saw when they won, whether that be a good thing or a bad thing. I just know it'll be a little different. You can play the same matchups a hundred times in a row. I promise you it will not be 100 and 0 for one side or the other. You play the game, but I am going to take Washington to win again, despite what everyone's saying. I think Michael Penix is the truth. And he will prove to everyone why his name is in that discussion. So give me Washington. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I want Washington so bad. I just did like, I, I'm rooting for Washington. I think Oregon's got it. I don't know if it's Oregon minus 10. I, the Oregon team I watched play last Friday against Oregon state. Dude, they are freaking legit. Bo Nix's old ass is good. Dan Lanning's a damn good coach. They have a real defense. It's a neutral site, and, you know, it's really hard to beat someone twice, Zach. It's really Ooh. hard to beat someone twice. DK just scored another touchdown. Yeesh. Yeesh. The toilet bowl is looking rough. Yeah, it's not looking good. Anyways, I'm taking Oregon short and sweet. I just think they're more of a full-package team. I hope Washington proves me wrong. I'm just, I'm rocking Oregon. Our next game is NBA at noon on ABC, the Big 12 Championship, Oklahoma State, number 18, sneaking in over Oklahoma because they beat them head-to-head, which is still crazy to me, by the way, versus number seven, Texas, 11-1. This game is 12 o'clock, ABC, Dr. Pepper, Big 12 Championship, Texas coming at a minus 15.5, Zach Watts. Texas is going to blow this team out of the water, and it'll be a revenge game for Steve Sarkeesian because the fact that Mike Gundy won the coach or the Big 12 coach of the year despite getting blown out by UCF and another school I can't think off the top of my head. Big 12 coach of the year? Yes, over 11 or, yeah, 11 and 1 Texas with Steve Sarkeesian. So please make it make sense to me. I would love to know. 45 to 3 to Oklahoma, to UCF. 45 to 3. It's a sham. It's all a sham. I don't get it. Shit. Texas will win this game pretty handily. And uh, if Texas somehow is able to Texas themselves and lose this game, uh, I pray for you in the SEC. Sharkies is going to get drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that hangover is going to last till the first practice of next season. I promise you that. 
I think uh, Texas got it in the bag. I don't. I think they're going to do a Texas and scare us in the beginning. But I, this Oklahoma State only has a run game, and they're going to shut that down quick. They're not a good team. They they lost forty five to three to fucking UCF. And I like Mike Gundy a lot, but his ways he's kind of like Dabo, but a little older. His ways are kind of dying out. And oh, anytime you have expectations for them, they shit the bed. AKA two years ago when they were the number four team in the country, and all they had to do was score fourth and one to go to the fucking playoffs, and they get stuffed because they try to run a sweep instead of going up the fucking middle. Big brain. Big brain. Thinking outside the box. Uh, MAC championship number – or no number, excuse me. MAC championship Miami of Ohio. Why, why, why are we discussing um, that? I'm just giving them shout-out, brother. Fucking conference championships. These teams deserve it. Mountain West championship, Boise State and UNLV. SEC championship. This game's at 4 o'clock on CBS. Georgia Bulldogs reigning, defending, two-time champion. They're on a 27-0 win streak. They're 12-0. Number eight. <laughs> 11 and 1 coming off that crazy win versus Auburn. Georgia coming in minus five and a half. Zach. I would like Alabama to win this game. I'm a big Nick Saban fan. I think a lot of people tried to push this man under the rug, um, saying he's washed. We're moving on from his time. You know, he should consider retirement. Um, the man has never had over what a two loss season or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so uh, having his team in a potential college football playoff scenario, how is this man falling off? I would love to know. I would love to know how you could say this man isn't still at the top of his game. Sure, they're not undefeated with the best players on the field at all time. Guess what? It's a good thing to have some disparity of talent across the NCAA. It's enjoyable to watch. With that being said, though, despite me rooting for Alabama, I still think Georgia will win this game. Um, this got a very interesting text from Jay Brooks. Is it something we should read aloud on the podcast? Yes. Yes. There is, are, this, is it a sports take or like rumor? What are oh, we doing? It's with FSU. Oh, okay. There, he thought it's just like a random. <laughs> hey, man, a lot of things go through Jay Brooks' head. Not, not a lot of them are uh, internet worthy. You know what I'm saying? There are rumors in the FSU world that Brock Glenn is starting Saturday. We're fucked if Brock Glenn starts. Why would Brock Glenn be starting? Why, like? What let's, let's let's wrap up these games because Grace is getting tired. Um, Alabama, Georgia. I already said I'm rooting for Alabama, but I think Georgia is probably going to win. I'm the opposite. I want Georgia to win because it's going to help Florida State. But I think Alabama right now is the best team in college football. What's his fucking name? What what was quarterback's name? Florida State. Because I got to look this up. Oh, Brock Glenn. Brock Glenn. I swear to God. I swear to God. People, uh, are, saying, people are saying Tay got hurt in the UF game, and no one knows about it. I guess. Hmm. I'd rather than fucking put Travis out there, but I think Florida, I think Alabama is the best team in college football right now. Yes, that game with Auburn happened. It's rivalry week. Shit happens. You think Alabama is the best team right now? I think they're the best team in college football. I think I you're. Think, I think you're smoke. I think you're smoking crack. I think. You're I, I think that the Texas game, everyone overlooks them, but they have steamrolled through 
everybody. Jalen Milrow only isn't getting talked about for the Heisman because he plays for Alabama. You put Jalen Milrow at any other school and he puts up those stats, they're incredible. I, I, I've never fell off the Nick Saban train. I love Nick Saban. I don't I I don't like I I'm not trying to say this to be like Paul Feinbaum like I hate him, but I do think they're the best team in college football right now. But I wanted them to lose to Auburn and then beat Georgia, so both of them would be out of the playoffs, and then um, Florida State is going to play either one of them. But I think Alabama wins this game. Also, Zach, fun fact for you: the Alabama under Nick Saban is eight and zero in SEC championships. Sorry, I the more that I'm reading about this, more and more people are saying that Glenn's starting, and now I'm like genuinely geeking right now. Oh, Jay sending it to Oh my god. Oh my god. Sorry, this has completely derailed my thoughts. Can you re- repeat what you said? Because I've been going down a rabbit hole right now. I'll, I'm taking Alabama. Alabama is eight and zero under Nick Saban in SC championships. Fair enough. I, I can I can ride with that. Not betting on it though. All right, Sorry. let's uh do this and then let's let's call it a night after this. We'll do fucking uh, let's just skip straight into the draft then, because there's really there's like general sports MMA we can cover another Michigan, time. Michigan, Iowa, we're both taking Michigan to kill Iowa. Yeah. All right, yeah. good. Let's just do this draft. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh our draft for this evening um is since it's that time of the year where you get your Spotify wrapped and you go through all the music you've listened to, and you will more than likely share it to your social media stories because you feel like other people care, but in reality, you know that no one does, and you know that you don't even care. Uh, but regardless, um, rather than naming our top five artists, since this is a sports podcast and we're going to keep this sports related, Grayson, why don't we name some of our top five sports players? Now, it is important that I listed them as sports players, not athletes, because if we're talking specifically about an athlete, that yeah. obviously involves some athleticism. I'm not talking about athleticism. I'm just talking about you play a sport and you're a dog at it. You just got it. So let's start with our top five sports players. Grayson, would you like to lead us off? Is this an order or can we are we just picking five? I feel like that's up for your discretion. Your, not all drafts are created equal. You know? Give me number one. Give me Michael Phelps. Okay. Give me Michael Phelps. I like that. I like that. Uh, my number one should be obvious if anyone knows who I am. I'm going to pick Tom Brady. I, I don't care. Yeah, I was going to go George's, but that's I wanted to change things up. That Yeah, that's perfectly understandable. Um, number two, give me Wayne Gretzky. Uh, my number two, I'm taking LeBron James. So my number three, I'm going Larry Bird. You may be racist. (laughs) Why? You may be racist. You may be a little racist. I'm not doing it like that. No, no, but just the fact, like, even the fact that Michael Jordan hasn't been named and you said Larry Bird with your whole chest. You I may mean, get canceled. You may get us canceled. I, I thought of Larry Bird because I saw a TikTok about how great of a shit talker he was the other day, and it came to my head. Okay, fair enough. If you if you're with him, 
That might be a top five. That might be a top five draft moment of all time. Like of all time. Holy shit. Um, My number three, I'm gonna take Lionel Messi. Oh, that's solid. Even though I'm a I'm a Ronaldo fan. Not stop texting me about this fucking Brock Glenn kid. Oh my god. Uh my number four is gonna be Brock Glenn. Might as well. If he wins this game, isn't it my turn? Yeah, it is. I was just kidding. Um, my number four, I'm gonna go David Ortiz. Like he's just he's just a baseball, like he's just a baseball player. Like he's not an athlete, he's just a baseball player. The guy, dude. I used to have a big poppy jersey when I was kid. No, that's exactly what this draft is for. Like it's not about athletes, it's just guy. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, survive, bro. He's like 50 cent. Yeah, except 50 cent got 50 cent got shot nine times and then yeah. dropped a song about it. And killed the guy. <laughs> killed the guy. Yeah. So I think that's a lot hard, a lot harder to do, in my opinion. Um, my number four. Damn. This is. Oh, Sean White. And I'm the racist one. That's as white as it gets. I'm just trying to think of different sports. Like I'm trying not to reuse sports. And first of all, don't ever, don't ever. Come at Sean White's name like that. No, I like Sean White. Yeah, greatest oh, drinking Mountain Dew, maybe. <laughs> oh, Eddie Alvarez versus Chet. Oh, that might be it. that might. Yeah, that's the first fight. Never mind. Um, who's your number five, man? Who's your number five? Well, I got, I got. Who do I got? I got you took Michael Phelps, Wayne Gretzky, Larry Bird, and David Ortiz. I know my number five. My number five is like my childhood idol until some unforeseen circumstances occurred. Damn, bro, this is hard. Give me... uh, Give me John Daly. (laughs) We're not posting this. This is not getting posted. This is not getting posted. This is not getting posted. Why? This is one of the worst. This is one of the worst drafts I think I've ever been a part of for both of our sakes. We started off so well. And I think your Larry Bird comment made me throw Sean White out there. I hope I can recover with this number five pick. Uh, dude, our category to start was top five sports players. And we just started throwing out fucking <laughs> Larry Bird, David Ortiz, John Daly. And I threw, I mean, Sean White is technically just goaded. Um, my number five is going to be Floyd Mayweather. You're you're scummy for that. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to take Mike Tyson instead. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm going to take Mike Tyson. Uh, wow. Uh, the fact that John Daly broke a top five in the top five <laughs> is going to blow my mind for centuries. Uh, you may get flamed for this for the rest oh, of the time. Oh man, nah. People that know John Daly go say what's up. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that's God. it. I'm about to fucking slump. So, clocks and stove. One From the bed. <laughs>